uh, but they offered the world to us. And I'm like, well, this is going to cost a lot of money. And they're like, no, actually we'll do it. No charge. And I was like, okay, red flags, something's going on. You guys want too much. We came in and everything looked as good as I thought it would. And I asked the guy, the chief operations officer, like, why are you doing this? Like, like you've never done this for anybody else in the world. And you guys are a huge multi-million dollar company. Why? And he said, well, I think you're going to do something really cool with this. And I'd like a front row seat. And I was like, wow. I got $500 in cash in case they don't What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the LB Motorsports Podcast. I'm your host, Lacey Blair, and I am joined today by Brad and Christine all the way from Canada. And I met this lovely couple at SEMA, and I was so excited to chat with them some more. They've invented something amazing that I'm going to learn more about it today, and I'm hoping everyone else learns more about it. And, you know, I just I just am excited to learn more about you guys in general. So thank you guys for being here. Oh, thanks for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. So, I mean, when we spoke at SEMA, which I think I followed definitely, Christine, I followed you on Instagram before. And <laughs> I'm like, because, you know, we got to support the ladies that we see in the industry. As soon as I see, you know, a girl doing anything blue collar, pretty much, I'm like, yep, that's a follow for me. So I kind of had a little bit of a background, but you guys stopped by and talked to me at SEMA and showed me, you know, your invention that I was like, wow, this is amazing. But not only that, like you told me a little bit of your backstory and your life story. And if you're down for it, I kind of want to learn more about that today. For sure. Yeah. yeah ask away. We are an open book. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, you know, I guess, I guess get right into it. I know that you guys are high school sweethearts, right? I'm friends with you guys on Facebook now. And that's not creepy, by the way, right? It was just like no. as of this week. <laughs> yeah, we actually met when we were kids. We were uh, 12 years old and we met. And wow. we started with frying ants on a sidewalk together. That's how we bumped into each other. <laughs> that is awesome. That sounds like the weird stuff I was doing as a kid. So I guess we're, you know, it all comes full circle. We all become friends again, right? <laughs> well, here in Alberta, we consider ourselves kind of the Texas of Canada. Uh, so then when she was 14, she moved away, but I bought myself a dirt bike, drove out to her so we could go shoot guns together. Oh, that uh, is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been, uh, we've been together now for, this will be 19 years we're together so far. So married, wow. I should say. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is wild. So this, you know, this whole venture into the automotive industry, this isn't what you guys have always done, right? From my understanding. No, it's not what I was planning on. Uh, you know, I've spent most of my life myself being a musician. Uh, and I thought that's what I was doing, getting signed to Universal Studios. You know, we were with Blackstream Records, a subsidiary label of Universal. Uh, and then in 2014, we were on one of the world's biggest tours. On that year was Godsmack, Buck Cherry, Pop Evil on the Rockstar Uproar Tour uh, to get off tour. And I was the lead singer, manager, and agent of my band thinking, I'm getting a big check. Instead, I got a lawsuit. Uh, and had to find something else to do for five to seven years. And well, welcome to something else to do. We've actually won that lawsuit since then. And I could go back playing music, but this is too good. We've got kids. We enjoy working together. Music just puts me on the road for my whole life. And it's not something I'm interested in anymore. Yeah, that is true. So it's, it's truly a case of everything happens for a reason. And sometimes one door closes, another one opens as like cliche as that sounds. It's really that case. Yeah, very much so. You know, I, I shed some tears when music was done, but we just looked at it and thought, okay, well, what are we going to do? And actually at that time, my dad was trying to sell his place so he could buy an acreage. And I told him, well, you're having a hard time selling your house. I'll sell my house. I'll buy your house. You buy this house. We'll build a shop there. And that was how Alberta Boys Custom was born. Have you guys always had an interest in customizing vehicles or vehicles in general? Or did that kind of, how did that come about? So I always loved vehicles. When I was a kid, when I was 14, 15, 16, I saved up some money and I bought an 81, an 82, and an 84 Oldsmobile Tornado. Okay, one had a good awesome. motor. One, had, Yeah, big, good old pimp mobiles, like <laughs> chrome spoked rims and digital dash with the running boards. I loved the car. But I sold it for uh, the down payment on a 94 Mustang GT back in the late 90s because I'm, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> and 
uh, actually Christine, she was going to school. And at this point in time, we were about 15 to 16. We hadn't been talking to each other as much as we were, but every day she drove past this car on her way to school in the bus. And she was telling her mom, like, I want a car like that one day. And lo and behold, I bought the car. And all of a sudden she's at my door with her mom because her mom was the Avon lady. Uh, and now from 15 to 16, my interest from guns shifted from guns to girls. Uh, and so all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, she's hot. We should date. <laughs> and you're like, hey, this car is really doing it for us. So maybe, maybe cars is something I should get into, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that car did me some favors. I was big into the car audio scene at that time. And I even had a business called Z Rated Performance at one point, putting body kits on cars and getting that into cars. But then music took off in my late teens. So forget working if I can try and go play a guitar for a living. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, it didn't turn out the way that I wanted, but it turned out the way it needed to. Exactly. That's so cool. So it's kind of something you've always been into, right? And Christine, it sounds like you've always had an eye for some cool cars too, right? Yeah. That's really Nothing cool. crazy like Brad, but... And now, now that's all we do. <laughs> well, we're kind of the yin and yang, you know, with the person that talks way too much, myself. I need to be married to a person that, you know, probably doesn't talk as much. So you might not hear as much from her on the microphone, but I think you understand that. It seems like you and Zach might kind of be a little bit that way. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, that is me and Zach to a T. He's finally coming out of his shell a little bit in front of the camera. But I mean, even just in social settings, he's just not the outgoing one. He's just monotone, mellow all the time. But I need that because like you said, it balances you out. And yeah. you know, it's it's like the yin and yang, that's necessary. Yeah, 100%. Totally. For sure. Mm -hmm. So you guys' invention, which I will, I'll let you say it and I'll let you kind of describe what it is and then maybe we can talk about how that came about. Yeah, sounds great. Well, we looked at Bedliner and Bedliner has been around for years and in fact, before we get started in this, I heard that you have a little bit of a history in Bedliner. Yes. So that's why I was so interested in what you guys do, because that was one of the very besides. I mean, when I opened my shop, I was just like, well, it kind of was all by accident, really, because I just had this rental property that just so happened to not have renters in it anymore. And I'm like, oh, I'll just kind of, you know, mess around with the shop, just kind of have some fun in it, whatever. And it turned into more than that. So it started out, you know, what can I do without any mechanical knowledge? Because I, I love trucks, but I'm not a mechanic. He had no mechanical knowledge really at that point. And so Bedliner was one of those things along with, you know, powder coat and like detailing, metal, metal polishing, stuff like that. But Bedliner was the main thing that I'm like, okay, this is you know, this is really cool. It's something I enjoy to do and it doesn't take a ton of mechanical knowledge. It's, you know, so I got trained in that and I still, I don't do it anymore, but like I was telling you guys, I would love to have a spray set up again one day and get back into it. That's where we started. We looked at Bedliner because mm -hmm. here in Alberta, like Canada, our environment's really rough. We put rock salt on the roads every winter. So literally chunks of salt that beat the crap out of your vehicles. And I was tired of my own truck looking like garbage. And I thought, man, if I could take bed liner, if we could make it smooth, UV resistant, wash and high gloss, we'd have something on our hands that would just be fantastic. And so we started the journey to make what is body liner. Uh, it was a painful journey to say the least. Uh, we have about a thousand formulations that didn't work and oh people gosh. thought I was crazy. I had multiple managers that were here trying to help us that ended up getting bitter against me because here I am with a company and they're trying to help build and I keep losing money everywhere just trying to invent this smooth stuff and and they lost faith quite often in me. So the third time we were letting a manager go, I looked at my wife who was in the shop with us the entire time. Me and Christine have worked together since we were kids. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, babe, it's you. You're the shop manager. You're the main sprayer. And with huge fear in her eyes, you could see she was like, no. Like, don't make me, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, man, like to have to train another manager and do this again, like it's not worth it. Uh, and so she's taken our liner and made it way smoother than I ever have. Uh, and the journey has been something crazy, but we are so thankful for it. You know, now we have the world's only product that can coat chrome with a lifetime no PO warranty. We can coat textured plastics with a lifetime no PO warranty. Uh, we have extreme, extreme stick to just about I have yet to find a surface that it doesn't work on. It goes directly on wood, directly on concrete. 
We've now got it approved through the FDA, food grade certified. So we're using it in medical facilities and mm. uh, it's it's crazy. We're seeing it explode. We just had a big group from New Zealand join us. There's a hundred repair shops in New Zealand that just pulled this on uh, and they were like, well, they just got spraying and they said, we have a problem. We can't get enough people to spray this for to supply the demand because so many people want it. And I'm like, ah, good problem that to have. That is awesome. <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah, I, w I really couldn't believe my eyes, I want to say, when I've seen it. Like I said, I followed Christine for a little bit, but I, I guess I wasn't, I probably wasn't reading the captions, to be honest. And I just thought that she was doing paint because that's exactly what it looks like. And I've, you know, seen a little bit of you guys' work at SEMA and the sample that you brought up to me. I'm like, there's no way. Like, that's, it looks like paint. And then you're bending it. And it's just like, it is... It's revolutionary, I think. If that's even the right word for it, is that the right word for it? <laughs> Groundbreaking, that's a good word. Mm. Yeah, well, we had to take and to get really scientific on you, I had to remove short chain molecule tech and put long chain in. And to make that make sense, if you'd have a, a wave graph this big and it was paint, it had one wave. And when that paint stretches 15%, the wave is flat. And if it stretches farther, it breaks. You add a couple of drops of flex additive in there, it's got an extra wave. And now it can stretch about 25%. We have a 32 chain bond, so the inside of it looks like an air filter, so it can stretch 400% and retain color and uh, all of its physical characteristics. So that's why we can take those fender flares and flex them like 180 degrees and unflex them or do coil springs. Uh, it's like a bouncy ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like spraying a bouncy ball on something. That is just wild. So, I mean, it's really one of those things that you, you had a dream and you just saw it all the way through. Like, I absolutely love that. You know, like you said, not everything worked out the first time and a lot of people lost faith, but I just, I love stories like that. And especially that you guys were able to do it together and work together from, you know, the time you were teenagers. Like, I just think that's amazing. Well, no one will be, well, A, first and foremost, we're stuck together. You know, we've bought yeah. furniture, <laughs> so it's kind of serious. Uh, and so... You just know that both sides are in it for the right reasons because I'm not in it for to take money from her and she's not in it to take money from me. We're in it to try and see this vision of what we want to move forwards. And of course, there's a great team of people that are working with us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just us. Uh, it's most definitely a team of people that have taken and really helped push all of this product forwards. But I can talk till I'm blue in the face about this stuff. So I try not to, <laughs> I try not to bore people too much. Hey, that's what we're here for. I'm like, I don't know if this is as like, to me, just the product itself is so interesting because I kind of nerd out over that stuff. Cause that's what I'm into, you know? And I think anyone listening feels the same way. So talk all you want to, I'm, I'm interested. Well, you can see behind us actually. So this is our tint wall. Uh, there is no tints that exist that we could tint this product with that were UV resistant enough. Cause liners always fade. Uh, so always, you know, like five years in, your pinks, I mean, your reds kind of turn pink, your whites turn chalky. Uh, and so we met a mad scientist with Endura Manufacturing. It just so happens that uh, two hours away from us is one of the world's leaders in polyurethane paint for the airplane, naval, and industrial settings. Uh, when we came up to them, they were shocked at what we were kind of taking their stuff and, and MacGyvering it with a bunch of other different chemicals. And they're like, well, our stuff can't do that. I was like, I know it was really tricky to figure out how to make this stuff happen. Uh, and uh, kind of a long story short, when they came down here, they were blown away with the product. The one guy comes up to me and he looks at me, he goes, how the heck did you do this? I've been trying to do this for 20 years with this product. I, I want this product. Mm -hmm. And now I'm mind blown because I'm thinking, you're one of the world's leaders in polyurethane. I'm me. Right, like I'm a long-haired <laughs> rock musician who has been dumping stuff in containers for years <laughs> trying to figure out how to make this stuff work. Uh, and then that was something that really put a light bulb up in my head that went, oh, like this is more special than I thought. Mm. Uh, and since then, we've actually had 3M try to buy us out. We've had Linex try to buy us out. Uh, so it's been really neat to see the response. And I mean, we just resoundingly say no. Uh, but the last... Offer in 3M was really nice. I but bet. I took it in times to buy 100. I said, I want $500 million if you want to buy it from me. So to everybody out there in the world, you know, 500 million might do it. You know, I, I might say, okay, for that one. But That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anyone's listening, um, can I get like just a maybe a little half percent of that if it's one of the listeners? I think that'll, <laughs> I think I'll be good with like a little half percent, you know? Just a finder's fee, half percent? <laughs> you bet. 
<laughs> just a little breadcrumb. That is crazy. But I mean, it sounds like this this whole thing is your baby, you know? So yeah. as as you shouldn't give it up, you know, I think it's it's only gonna get bigger. Obviously you said you got a lot of traction this year at SEMA, probably the most that you've gotten thus far, would you say? Oh yeah, by far. Now last year when we went to SEMA, we were just gonna have some vehicles parked outside because we're working with Scorpion International as our distributor for our products. Uh, and last year, very last minute, they had the truck that was supposed to be in their booth burned down one week before. I know, so tragic. Like we felt so bad for oh the guy. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. And so they they call me one week before SEMA last year, not 2023, but 2022 and go like, hey, can you put a vehicle in? And I'm like, yeah, like I can. So quick, Scrabble, get a vehicle, Vistaprint promotional hotel stuff to our hotel room. Uh, we get everything set up and we get there. And the whole front end of it was pearl white because we've actually figured out how to make true tri-coat whites with a liner. So I take and suspend the pearls in a clear polyurea, lay them on top and flow it out with a retarder and it actually makes it a true tri-coat. Wow. Uh, and we realized it looks just like paint. So no one even knows what we're doing here. Like I didn't have any signs that said, you know, this is bed liner. I was just standing there and so we out of the tint machine that they had there, Jude, this is bedliner and slapped it on the side of the vehicle. And all of a sudden people just started to gather around. First thing people say, they're like, BS, that's not bedliner, right? Like there's no way. And then you take a fender flare and you flex it 180 degrees and unflex it. And they look at you and go, well, you, like you can keep talking because <laughs> right. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, and so this year we were prepared uh, and I marketed really hard. And we had some select people we were really targeting. And honestly, Lacey, you were one of those people we were targeting. I told Christine before we went there, I was like, I want to go talk with Lacey. I want to tell her about what she's doing. Because we love uh, working with people in the industry that are influencers, especially females in the industry. Because honestly, you girls are, you're doing it better. Your prep work is better. Your attention to detail is better. Uh, out of all the people I've hired, no offense to any of the boys that have worked for me that are watching right now. Uh, but they all know the girls always do a better job of all the prep work and the fine detail stuff. Uh, and you're killing it. Like you're, oh, you're well, honest. You. You're, yeah, well, you're honest. You're doing a good job. You're not swearing a whole bunch in everything that you do. And I'm like, ah, somebody trying really hard. Let's see if we can connect with her. And well, here we are. So here obviously we are. that worked, worked pretty good. <laughs> you made an impression. It worked out great. No, it's awesome. I know Christine, when... Uh, yeah, uh, you messaged us to be like, yeah, let's be on the podcast. I uh, I call her Squeakers because she squeaks when she gets excited about something. So she squeaks in the corner and she's like, hooray. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, I feel yeah. like they'll be down. You know, I I doubt that you ever, you know, give up or turn down an opportunity to talk about, you know, your invention and everything. And I kind of felt like we all hit it off good, right? Oh, yeah, God. 100%. It was fun. <laughs> well, you got to meet one of the girls that worked with us as well, Hannah from yes. Lucky 13. She's just killing it. No, she's awesome. And she's one of our star body liner sprayers. She's absolutely killing it. I followed her for a really long time. So then when I was kind of connecting the dots and then realized you guys worked together and then you all came over to see me at the same time, I was super stoked. I'm so glad you guys took the time to stop by. And like I said, I feel like we all hit it off and hopefully we will work together more than just this in the future. I agree. Actually, the boys from New Zealand were with us as well. And uh, they're they're not of the the social media age that we are. And it wasn't until they came and did a walk with us and they came to me afterwards, they said, okay, we completely understand this influencer thing now. Like it's, it's making waves. Mm -hmm. And if we don't jump on, we're getting left behind. So I know you guys work with Hannah for sure. Um, what are, who are the other influencers that you work with? Uh, so lots of the people that we're working with are just smaller and kind of coming up in it. But something that was really neat. Well, I mean, you... Uh, uh, you know, D-Max Rhino. So, yeah, you know, he jumped he was into just our on booth. my podcast last. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, he he came and he actually found us in 2022 because one of his buddies, Jay, Paint by Jay, uh, he found the product. And now Paint by Jay is actually spraying our stuff. Oh, that's uh, awesome. And so, in California? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know Jay, do you? I don't know. But I'm like, that says something. If you're able to spray in California your product, I mean, that's a yep. big deal. It was, <laughs> it was tricky. It was tricky. When someone from California called, the first thing I thought, I was like, oh, my God, dear no, Lord, like, how am I going to get these chemicals into California? Uh, we had to change one part of our formulation to just get it into California. But other than that, 
that was it. So thankfully, like everything's low VOC with our product. It's like, you don't want to breathe it in, but right. it's, it's VOC compliant. Uh, yeah. And so when he came in, D-Max Rhino, and he came in, Ryan came in the booth. And it's funny because I actually, I hadn't met him before and I didn't know what he was about, but I really believe that you should treat the CEO the same as the janitor. Exactly. So when he came, came up to me with a camera and a microphone, he's like, hey man, can I record you? Like, sure. like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Slap, slap it on. We did a quick little video and then he hands me a card afterwards and I look at it and I'm like, oh, holy crap, like you're this guy. Uh, and uh, that actually was a reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. You know, we have one of the girls from Rust Valley Restorers, Cassidy came down here and she took our training here about eight months ago. And so she's been spraying it. And we're talking with those guys as well uh, about spraying our product. And then the What No Way guy came in our booth. Do you know who that guy is? What was that? I'm sorry. The what no way guy. Oh so, yes. Um, I don't know him, but um one of my guests that was on my podcast at SEMA, they were meeting up with him and they're like TikTok buddies. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I mean he's yeah, big he's on TikTok, awesome. like four million on TikTok, two million yeah. on Facebook. And he lives about two hours from us, which I had no clue. Uh, he walks in the booth and we're talking with the guy. And uh someone comes up behind me and goes, Hey, that's the what no way guy. I look at him I'm like, hey man, are you are you that guy off TikTok? He looks at me, and goes, what? No way! <laughs> and I'm so like, ah, funny. you are that guy. So we talked a little bit, uh, and then he left. And I thought, well, that's cool. Got to meet that guy sitting in the airport, waiting to hop in a plane. Yeah. Get a tap on the shoulder. There's Sean, and he's like, hey man, like actually, I was checking out your stuff. I, I know who you are now, but would love to talk to you about like what we're doing, how things are going. Long story short, I was shocked to see that he's still not making uh, a full-time living off of his accounts, which with 4 million on TikTok and 2 million on Facebook, it's like, man, like I bet you, maybe I could give you some advice and we could work together. So it looks like we're going to probably work together on some promotional stuff, which would just be awesome. Like love working with some people like that. Uh, And then yourself as well, you know, in the future when you're doing your next build, we'd love to see you. Body liner has a place on that thing. So it sounds like SEMA was a lot of unexpected, really great networking for you guys. It was. It was. Yeah, anything you want to say, babe? I'm I'm really bad for hogging the mic completely. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> well, she says go for it. There you go. I also don't want to throw her under the bus. <laughs> How about you, Lacey? What was SEMA like for you this year? It was really good. It was kind of a blur, though, now that I'm thinking about it. You say that, and I'm like, hmm, how was SEMA? It it felt like a lot of firsts, like, for me, I guess, with the, we drove in the in the burnyard with Hoonigan, and, like, all that's of that so stuff's cool. kind of evolving, and that's getting kind of new, so, I guess, or becoming kind of new. It's becoming a big deal of what we do is the burnout stuff, so I'm excited about it, but, yeah, kind of like you guys just more things transpiring, which is always what we can only hope for from something like that, you know? That looks like so much fun. Yes, always fun. It's always good to have that many people in one place. Like you said, you have people coming up to you, you're just talking and then you don't even realize, you're like, oh, this was so-and-so, this was so-and-so. And I think that's the coolest part. Well, and for me, uh, like as marketing is something that I do all the marketing for our company, I knew that this is the time where I'd have the most concentration of automotive professionals in the world. So when I tell you I dumped money into advertising in Las Vegas, I dumped a lot of money. I even had a couple guys come tell me, they're like, man, like I was in the crapper taking a shit and your phone is, blow- my phone is blowing up with your stuff. So I came over to see you and I'm like, oh, thank you for telling me. I spent a lot of money doing that. <laughs> that is awesome. So did you have like ads or how did you do that? That's really smart. Yeah, so I did, did geotagging uh, and then also just literally put circles around the Las Vegas Convention Center and then all of Las Vegas and probably pumped about 1500 bucks a day uh, through Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. And the amount of people that came to us that said like, we walked into the West Hall specifically to come see you because we've been seeing your ads. I'd say about 15% of the people that came in the booth wow, were, that were of awesome. that. Best money I've ever spent advertising. You know, That is awesome. Well, you have, that was really smart. So this year you came extra, extra prepared. Yeah, well, then people don't understand. Like, it's a trade show. It's not a car show. Right, exactly. Right? So, so, so often people think, and I mean, you'll deal with this all the time. Oh, yeah, you know, you slapped it together in a couple of weeks and your truck's here. It's like, you're right. This isn't like best of show that I'm going for. This is a trade show. And you see my lift, you see these exactly. rims, you see these tires. Sponsored by all these guys. And that's why we're here. And your truck Which, looked by the way, amazing. your truck... Oh, did that look good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm stoked with how it came out. Even though we had about 10 days in it all together. 
It's on amazing. The Dolph wrap looks really cool. And the rims. Thank you guys so much. Maybe next year I can have a build with some body liner on it. Well, we would, we would love, love that. It. <laughs> so what has been one of the most challenging things for you guys so far? Just even in the industry as a whole, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, so that's I kind think, of a loaded question, but. Well, that that's a big one. Uh, <laughs> the biggest challenge we've had, I guess, being inventors, um, there was no roadmap for what we were doing. And because the world of chemistry, like if this was the box of chemistry, the answers were out here. So the answers weren't even within what anybody could say. So when we were trying to build the program and build our product, whenever we'd have any problems, everyone would just go, well, see, I told you so. Like I, th I knew this wouldn't work. Like we knew you shouldn't have been doing that. And then the cost associated behind those failures, you know, sometimes great example, we had a truck that was a tri-coat white. One of the first times we were trying to conquer tri-coats and we had it in the booth and like it was done. And when I tell you we did three quarters of the vehicle it is covered in our product and we pulled it outside and it looked like crap. And I was oh. like, pull it back in, sand it all down. Wrong let's restart. Color. And so now you have a cre crew of three people working for another week, not doing work while you're trying to figure out what the problem was so you can satisfy the client. Uh, so unexpected challenges, I would say, is the number one thing that really kind of jumped in the way. But when you're trying to innovate something, you, I guess, have to expect the unexpected to have a really cliche saying in there. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So what would you say like kept you pushing through all of the trials that you guys have faced? Like what kept you from just being like, they're right, it can be done. Like we're just going to throw in the towel and try something else. Well, I knew it could work. Uh, there was a couple times when I first started experimenting with this that I just, I could see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm like, there it is. Like that thing that I've been looking for, there it is. So I would say the product teased me. It, <laughs> it teased me. It's close it enough, right? Yeah, yeah. It constantly would be like, oh, we got it, right? Like, good. You, you nail one vehicle out and it was perfect. And then the next one would come in and, oh, like what happened? Why is this doing this now? And then trying to solve those problems. Um, that's one of the biggest challenges. And because both of us are in the exact same company, and in the exact same industry and doing the exact same thing, we're both down at the same time quite often. So it's hard because you're both getting kicked down at the exact same time and you go home being kicked and now you're trying to figure out, okay, what do we do to even lift ourselves up? You know, like this last summer, I had a chemical issue I was trying to source with some different chemicals that we were creating. And I'd say that there was a good two and a half months where we held each other once a week and tears were just streaming down our face because we were losing so much money. At one point in time, I think I lost 88 grand in one month. And oh, I was like, hard. is that it, right? Like, was that it? Is that the last I can lose this kind of money? Like, are we going to rebound from this? And we always did. Now we got faith that it's going to move forwards. But sometimes we have to be the people that push each other up and be like, okay, it's okay. We can do it. Like, mm -hmm. we knew this was going to be hard. If this was easy, everybody else would have figured it out. So mm -hmm. let's keep at it. And, uh, and so that's been a really big one, you know, and then we have groups of people that we're part of called success builders. Uh, you know, we're connected with a, a church here in old, our town olds and every six weeks they have a meeting of people that come that's called success builders. And actually Mike and Debbie Bolton, the owners of Norwex. I don't know if you've ever heard of Norwex. No, I haven't. Uh, it's, so it's one of the world's largest cleaning companies. They employ over 200,000 people and they invented microfiber. Oh, uh, no and way. So they're, I use those a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, they're doing okay for themselves because of what they've accomplished. Uh, and having that many people around having business coaches and taking weekly business courses have given us the vision of knowing like, this is going to be really hard. So expect it. And when hard comes, don't go, oh no, like let's give up. Right. So that, that's been support. That is awesome. That's so inspiring. Seriously. Like that is awesome for you guys. I'm super glad that I had you guys on the podcast because I feel like that's that's only only sharing your story is just going to inspire that many more people. And like you said, if it were easy, it would have been done already. Everyone would have already done it. And it's only up from here. So where do you guys see where do you guys see it going in even as early as 2024? Like what are your plans for this coming year, even 5 to 10 year? So they're 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 big. We're really excited. Um 
We have our own brand of paint that's released right right away called Bodyliner Ultra. So we have the world's strongest automotive paint uh, through all the testing we've done. We're about 10 times stronger than any paint that exists currently. So when that comes out here next year, we're really excited. We've been in testing for over three years already. So we know that's going to be big. We just got a huge group of uh, 100 shops in New Zealand that have joined us. And already what they're doing with our product is just crazy. So to see the international growth, uh, we have things ready to move into Germany. Actually, my little brother, Tyler, he was in the booth with us when we were at SEMA. So the, the manuals are translated already into Spanish, into French, and into German. Uh, so we're getting ready to move into Europe. Uh, and man, I, I, can't, I still wow. can't believe it's us. Like, I can't believe it's us that is, is doing it because like I'm a long-haired musician and that's still what I identify as who just loves vehicles so much and is we're both such perfectionists that we couldn't leave alone what we started. International is a big, big deal. I was going to say a paint replacement. So bumpers, lifts, mirrors, plastics. And that's that, that new product? Yep, yep. Yeah. And then our Bodyliner Ultra. Uh, and then something that's just recently happened is GMC and Ford has been accepting our product now as factory warranty replacement. So when the front of rockers and stuff get beat up, because here in Canada, like we have a lot of gravel roads. So instead of having to repaint full box sides, they take and they put our product just in the front leading edge of the box. Our transition from paint to liner is only four mils thick. So four one thousandths of an inch. So you have a beautiful transition and now you don't have a problem that's reoccurring. So we're seeing like the major brands pull this on as paint replacement and wow. seeing that happen. Yeah, it was one where we were like, holy cow, like I can't believe this is going all the places we thought it was gonna, but here we are and, and it's moving. So I feel like, I mean, given that information, there's probably a chance that one day it could be offered from the factory, don't you think? We're most definitely trying to move our product into that realm right that now to get awesome. the main protective product to uh, to dry fast enough for the factories. That's a big thing that won't work for them. This is a slower reacting product. When you have long chain chemicals, they dry really slow, uh, but that's what gives the incredible strength. If you could think of like a million air pockets forming circles and kind of closing together and having that air pocket. So when a rock hits it, it's a rubber band surrounded by an air pocket that takes and throws the rocks away. That's what gives us such resilience. Yeah, so yeah, it's not dry sense. instantly. It takes some time. Yeah, and you can't bake it like you can't take. And I'd love if you could take and bake our main body liner resins. You can't. Uh, the cross-linking in polyurethane won't allow that stuff to happen without creating a solvent entrapment because the whole world said, you can't stack this much product on top of itself in a 24-hour period. Yeah, but here we stand. We've been doing it for eight years now. Wow. Something we did when we uh, were, were building this product, we realized we needed our own primer. So we formulated our own primer to work with this product. And everything does what's called emulsification. So when we put products on top of other ones that are our products, they melt into each other. They create a new chemical reaction and there's a physically no chance of delamination. Like things can't separate from each other ever. So you can't have like the primer separate from the color, separate from a seal. Everything becomes one. Uh, and when we were doing that, I didn't realize we were creating one of the strongest stick forces that you could, over 2000 PSI. Uh, and to give you an idea what that means, uh, we had a 2019 Ram Rebel. Uh, actually, Mariah from Boss Built Trucks is one of the girls that is one of the first people that jumped on our program. She's an awesome woman known as uh, That Truck Girl on Instagram. She was the first one to ever join the program. She actually had been calling me for probably a like good eight straight months and going, will you sell me product? I'm like, no, no one else is getting it. Will you sell me product? No, no one else is getting it. And then she called me on a really frustrated day, to be honest with you. And she's like, would you sell me product? I'm like, yeah, screw this crap. Like you can have some of it. Cause I was just so mad about what was going on and what we're trying to do. So she started the training program. Yeah. And we were <laughs> the world's worst trainers. Like the first time we had no wow. idea what to do. She came in, I'm like, yeah, here's a gun. Here's the stuff. Um, like, there you go. That's kind of how this works. So have a great day. Like it's nice to meet you. She leaves. We didn't even tell her about the stuff you need to put in the gun. So that way the gun isn't toast. So the first gun she had went toast after she used it the first time. And, and so we were sucking at that. Uh, but she had a tree fall on her truck. It was fully coated in our textured stuff. Uh, and the A pillar put a dent in it. And whenever you get a dent in an A pillar, it's usually a nightmare to fix in the auto body world. You're gluing weld tabs to it. You're pulling it out. 
Uh, and we were able with our product to actually put glue tabs from Paintless Dent Repair on it and pull the dent out without removing our product off the surface. And that blew my mind. I did not think we had that kind of stick force. And so we just, yeah, it's crazy. Like it, it's funny because now all these chemists that we're talking with, they're like, oh, and they're explaining the science to me. And I'm like, oh, that's why. And they're like, <laughs> you didn't know? I'm like, no, I just dumped shit in containers and it worked. Yeah, well, now that we have some great minds and Paulie with us, uh, like Peter Days is one of our lead hands. And if he's watching this right now, he just crapped his pants because I said his name. Uh, but he's so awesome. And he's, you know, I think he's closer to you know, 60. I probably shouldn't say his age. Sorry, Peter, if you're a lot younger than that. Uh, but his life is dedicated to polyurethane. So when he came in and saw our product, he was the guy that said, like, I want this product, sell it to me. And I'm like, well, I'm not selling it to you, but we can probably work together. Uh, and we had a whole bunch of PowerPoint presentations back and forth. And he actually had to stick his neck out really far for us. Uh, the mm -hmm. company Enduro was like, you know what? Like you're taking a risk on these kids basically. Like, I don't think you should do this. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna stick my neck out and I'm gonna say this is gonna be good. And when it reaches a million dollars in sales, you guys owe me something. Uh, and mm. we're over that million dollars in sales. We're now in the top 10 of their clientele. Uh, and they're the guys that we've developed this line of paint with. And they've just been one of our greatest assets mm. and cheerleaders. Like you wouldn't yeah. believe, because they're like, we knew polyurethane could do this. We're so excited to do this with you guys. Uh, and when they offered to take and work with us like they offered, I'm not gonna get into specifics, uh, but they offered the world to us. And I'm like, well, this is going to cost a lot of money. And they're like, no, actually, we'll do it. No charge. And I was like, okay, red flags. Something's going on. You guys want too much. We came in and everything looked as good as I thought it would. And I asked the guy, the chief operations officer, like, why are you doing this? Like, like you've never done this for anybody else in the world. And you guys are a huge multi-million dollar company. Why? And he said, well, I think you're going to do something really cool with this. And I'd like a front row seat. And I was like, wow. Wow. So this whole thing's been about eight years in the making, would you say? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Eight years is when we started Alberta Boys Custom. Not realizing we were starting a chemical distribution company. I thought, I just want to customize vehicles. Like I love vehicles. Uh, and then about five years into having the shop, actually, we had our own TV show called ABTV that was across all satellite and cable providers here in Canada. Oh, no uh, way. We, yeah, yeah. We ended season two, episode seven with Brett Wilson from Shark's Tank and Dragon's Den. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that I get to call him up every once in a while and get advice from him. He's one of the men that I get to give a call to be like, hey, man, like, here's what's going on in my company. What do you think we should do? And even built some trucks for like NHL teams and and got to do some pretty cool stuff with the TV show. Uh, and again, with the TV show, it was awesome, but it was me and one video guy. And that cost a metric ton to make all that stuff. So it was something that I just couldn't continue moving forwards and now it looks like something that we're probably going to be bringing back into the fold with actually the awesome video dudes you have around you right now <laughs> really so do you see that coming into play like 2024 or i'm hoping i'm hoping late 2024 we'll see uh see kind of what all comes in for a good content of things we can do and also some money to come in because people don't understand the amount of time that we take as you know people recording videos and stuff mm -hmm. like there's a lot of downtime not making money and so you have to be making some income from other sources. Otherwise, it's just not a possibility. Right, definitely. So I, you touched on that new, the new paint product. I'm interested in learning a little bit more about that because I, I don't think I heard about that one at SEMA. So that's just automotive paint. It's not body liner. It's just a stronger paint. Correct. We've taken our body liner technology uh, and put it into an automotive paint. So here with Enduro Manufacturing being close to us, they're one of the world's leaders in like aeronautic and marine and industrial paint. So we took really strong airplane and ship paint, figured out how to bring it into the automotive world. Uh, they're compounds that should be considered like a single stage paint, but we turned them into a base coat clear coat and gave it some of that long chain molecule tech. So that way when stuff hits it, it takes and deflects uh, and got more UV resistance into it. So now we have something that will be, you know, almost twice as thick as your average paint job, but more than 10 times stronger. And that is bakeable and can be sped up because we wanted wow. something that someone could do fast. And that's really exciting. Like that's what you see behind us right now. The testing is all done and we're just releasing all the advertising. Super mar resistant, super strong. 
Uh, if you do polishing, like it'll be, polishers will scream our name because the clear coat is so stinking strong. You got to put about 10 times the amount of effort into polishing it if you want to polish it, but you also got to put 10 times the amount of effort into wrecking it. So right. I'll take that one. <laughs> right. Take the wins, the wins with yeah. that for sure. So Christine, so you're the main what's isn't what would you call it? applicator right that you wouldn't call yeah. it a sprayer right or would you a applicator sprayer. yep yep at alberta boys i'm the main sprayer that's awesome so what is what's either been not only your favorite project but what's your favorite thing to spray like is it bumpers is it suspension yeah i like parts parts are probably one of my favorites because they're round they turn out just so smooth and everything and i like fine lining and detailed work so any, um, what do you say? Yep. Yeah. So any high detailed work. Like if you'd have the tailgate plaque on an F-350 Platinum and you're going two-tone with it, right? She'll make one fine line that goes across the entire word Platinum and yeah. then pull this giant fine line and have just perfect crisp edges. That is awesome. Like you said, women, they're detail oriented. Well, and with a super strong protective product, you know, it's the thing that always blows our mind. Someone gets their tailgate placard done that says no platinum F-350, but they tow every day. Their entire tailgate takes a horrific beating because the rocks are coming back and that tailgate placard looks like the day that we sprayed it. So it just continually shows us we have something in front of ourselves that's just so crazy. Uh, if we think about like lifetime, no peel warranty on Chrome, the reason that came about is because of our crazy oil field people that are here. Like we call ourselves the Texas of Canada because we've got a strong oil field. We love shooting guns and we got a lot of rednecks. Uh, and, and so we had a client slam into a fire hydrant with his fourth gen ram. Oh my he gosh. Push the bumper in over a foot and a half in the corner, but it didn't expose chrome. And I'm like, oh wow, like this is a chrome bumper we coated. Look, no chrome. He most definitely scarred it. But I went and grabbed a pair of pliers and put it on the edge that he scarred, went to pull it off. It elastic banded and snapped back. And oh I'm like, God. oh, we're given a lifetime no PO warranty on chrome. And she looks at me and goes, why? I'm like, because no one else can. Uh, and look what we have there. Yeah. Wow. I get. Yeah, when you guys had said that, I'm like, that is, that's wild. Yeah, we do lots of chrome deletes and blackouts and that kind of thing. Absolutely. And you know, if you do that with regular paint, that stuff just doesn't last. Well, with the liner industry, a huge problem the liner industry was having is whites yellowing. Uh, and so all the liner industry, for the most part, says when it comes to white, we give you a one-year guarantee. That's it. We give a lifetime no yellow guarantee. Uh, and the reason we were able to do that is, again, one of my crazy oil field clients works up in the tar sands. And they're always on rigs, so they fill up their slip tanks full of diesel for free. They call it freezel around here. Uh, and his vehicle is always covered in tar because he works up in the tar sands or oil sands. Uh, and he doused his vehicle with diesel once a week for four years before he went into the car wash to get all the tar off of it. We had to polish his clear coat to get off the yellow and it didn't yellow our liner. And that's when I was like, that's it. Lifetime, no yellow guarantee. And again, my one business partner is like, why would you do that? I'm like, no one's going to do that. No one's going to pour diesel on it once a right. week for four straight years. It's never going to yellow. <laughs> Uh, and so our clientele actually is the reason why we give all these crazy guarantees because they're crazy and they just mess this stuff up. <laughs> it sounds like they put it all to the serious test. Oh yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's what makes us such strong believers in it is because we see them come back and they want more and more or their next truck, they want coated more. And it's just awesome to see it come back and it still be amazing. That's got to be the best feeling, like happy yeah. returning customers and, mm -hmm. you know, showing the longevity of, of your work. Like that's, that's awesome. Well, the amount of vehicles we do that are brand new now, because guys either they protect them too late and it's rusting because here in Canada, we rust quick. Like as soon as a vehicle's over 10 years, we actually debate whether we're even going to accept it into our shop because 10 years is about the mark that vehicles here in Canada start rusting from the inside out. Wow. Uh, but now people- It's so sad. It's so sad. That is sad. Yeah, <laughs> I love old trucks. <laughs> I know. We heard you talking about, uh, we've been nerding out watching your podcast lately because, you know, we were going to be here. So we wanted to make sure that we were prepared. Uh, we heard about your love for third gen Rams. No, that's actually what's sitting here in the corner right there. Is it, man? 
that has to be my next build. I want one really bad. Not even build. I just want one to drive. Just it can be stock. I'm sure it won't stay stock for long, but yeah, I just want one to drive. So is that about let's see, what 2007, 2008? That's almost past the mark. Oh, by far. You, yeah. You you won't find one not rusted out here in Canada. Not up but not here. Don't look up here. <laughs> wow. No. That is really sad. Yeah. But our product being 100% sealed, unlike all the other liners that are porous, because they have to go from liquid to solid in such a short amount of time, uh, moisture can't touch the metal. So as long as you're cavity waxing the inside, protecting the outside of our product, you're not going to rust. Wow. So 20 years from now, all the trucks that you guys have done, they'll still be able to be out there and be loved and taken care of again. <laughs> That's That's as long as there's a cavity. Cavity waxing them. I don't think you guys probably much, do much. Have you ever heard of cavity waxing? No, I haven't. When you said that, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure what that is. So uh, here we actually put like oils, uh, thick oil on the insides of our doors and the insides of our fenders because every winter we're driving these wet salt roads. So the salt water pours inside all of our cavities inside of our vehicles. So if we don't fill these cavities with wax that inhibits rust, man, you, you don't even have 10 years. Wow. Like you, you got seven. Yeah. Like inside That's the rockers. Yep. Yeah. Inside fenders. Rockers, inside doors. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah, here, it, I've lived in Missouri and Utah, and I thought their winters were kind of bad, but that's like a whole nother level. <laughs> we're blown away when we come down to the States. Like when we're in Vegas and we see like 22-year-old vehicles, we're like, look, it's not rusted. Right. <laughs> yeah, Vegas or is when, the place to find. Everything over there, it's like if you're looking for an old vehicle, that's the place to find them. When we hear about places that don't have rust, we're like, oh, it's so nice. I can't <laughs> imagine not fixing it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's 47 shops spraying our product right now. Like in the first year, uh, we're on year three starting in January of our, our program opening for us, allowing other people to spray it because I was just going to hog this. There was no way I was going to give this to other people. I'm like, no, we're going to open shops in neighboring cities and do all this stuff. But you know what? To find staff, like, man... Is it hard? I mean, you guys run a shop, so I'm sure you understand. Staffing is a very difficult issue. So we knew we had to license this out. And so often shops are calling us. They're like, hey, I got a 97 Ford here. Like, how would you work on it? I'm like, I wouldn't. I'd turn it away. It's it's covered in rust. And they're like, well, no, like that doesn't happen here. And it's mind blowing for us. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty lucky down here in Texas. There's not much that rests either. We've had just a couple winter storms, but I'm kind of spoiled too. The sunshine. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> well, no, I was, we were watching one of your podcasts and I was trying to call out Cap because he's like, yeah, well, we would go in here and then there was a winter storm. I'm like, what kind of winter storm you got in Texas, Cap? I don't think it was bad enough for you to go in the ditch. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think he might have been going through Wyoming or something then. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. He's going to call me. He's going to call me out on it now. He's like, try and call me out, Brad. <laughs> Sorry, Cap. You can still give him hell about it, though. Love you, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. by the way, I saw your dance moves, Cap. I know, right? He's a personality hire for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so about you, Cap. Lacey, like where you guys are from, what's kind of your guys' challenges with uh, the shops that you guys are running, the things that you're doing? What, what do you see as kind of your biggest hurdles? I mean, I would say one of the biggest things that we've faced is kind of like you said, staffing, honestly. Like right now, our crew, we've gotten really lucky. It's just like, it's been a whole lifetime of like collecting your people, you know, like the people just just like Cap, you know, he started as a friend and it's just like I see this amazing person that to me, that's like with employees. It's all about like what kind of person they are first, because almost everything else can be learned or taught if they have good work ethic and they're just a good person. So like we've been lucky enough to have this, you know, small crew. I think there's six, five or six of us, I want to say. I'm not very good at math, you know, but it's like, you know, we've collected our people that are like family now. And outside of that, it's kind of hard to find people to work, but I'm thankful that we've basically like hired our friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That that's actually, that's us to a T. So there's five or six of us. My one business partner is my brother-in-law. Uh, so, you know, we're kind of stuck together as well. <laughs> He's also French and here in Canada, that's our bilingual language. So it's really nice to have somebody bilingual. Uh, oh, that's the really one nice. guy, 
One guy working for us, Robert, uh, he's been a personal friend of mine for years and actually owns a company called Evolution Motorsports. So if you're ever watching any of the videos we've done or any of the TV show and see like crazy headlight builds where like my logo's in one projector and somebody's logo's in another, our man Robert is the one that has built that. Uh, and then we got our girl Danielle, which awesome story with actually Danielle working for us. You know, she came here, really kind of changed her life and really wanted to improve her life, left. And when she was leaving, I was like, I offered her, you know, I was willing to offer her a huge pay increase. And she's like, no, like I'm moving because I, I really want to go be closer to family. And I told her, well, I'll tell you what, like if you ever want your job back, you got it the second you call. Mm-hmm. And so a year later, all of a sudden the phone rings and the man, I probably had interviewed 15 people already. And when I interview, I do a three sitting interview because the first sitting is just to find out, do I even like your face, right? Like if I'm sitting with you and, and you, I can't even stand the look of your face, like we're not going to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so she called me and she's like, did you mean it? Like that if I wanted my job back, I could have it. And I was like, yeah, hundred percent. But can I ask why? And she says, well, I've never felt so valued before. And it was like, oh, my heart, right? Like, and so we really have, we really want to value our people. We want people that work with us because first and foremost, we just have fun because we spend our lives here. Yeah, we spend so much time together. Yeah, like we spend more time here than we do with our kids. Uh, and so we want to make sure that we have just a great group of people to be working with. Uh, and then that they see the vision that we have and know that it's not an uphill steady journey that it's going to be a roller coaster. And can you join the roller coaster? Are you okay with the highs and the lows? Cause the lows get pretty low, but the highs get real high. So, you know, jump on board for the ride and, and they're just an awesome group that we have with us right now. We're pumped. That is awesome. That's what it's all about too. That's exactly how I feel like it is here. Like you said, the, the lows are low, the highs are high, but when people are genuinely care about you and are just down for it, that's the best people to have. We've been blessed with being surrounded by the best supportive people we could ever find. Uh, and that's a big testament to why we've conquered what we have is there's been three separate times where I even called one of my business coaches and I was like, Hey man, like if a guy like me was on the job market, would you hire me? Thinking like, I've got it out, right? Like this is way too hard. One of the times where we lost, you know, six figures of money in a couple months, wondering if I was going to survive. And they came in and my one business coach was like, well, Brad, where are you? And I'm like, no, like, don't come tell me to pull my head out of my ass. Like, just offer me a job, right? And he came in, he encouraged me, and he didn't give me magic recipes of what to do, but he got me through that really hard day so I could wake up the next day and go, you know what, maybe it's not so bad. Like, I I think I can get this. And having those kind of people around us really has been the key to to our success. For sure, you gotta have that support system. And isn't that like the name of the game with entrepreneurship, right? Massive lows, highs. And it sounds like you guys were cut out for it. I mean, this is definitely your calling. If it's as much stuff as you went through with it, like it all is just, like I said, the epitome of everything happens for a reason. Well, and it's been neat to see how the game has changed. Like it used to be competition. It's now collaboration. Mm -hmm. If you're not collaborating, you're getting left behind. Uh, I was just talking with one of my business coaches about it today, Garth, uh, and he was just saying, he's like, yeah, he's like, people don't understand if you're so busy competing instead of collaborating, like you're just getting left behind because here we stand working with each other co- from completely different industries. We have almost nothing in common. You know, we're small town Alberta people, you're small town Texas, and here we are talking together, collaborating together, which it's just awesome, Lacey. Like, uh, we thank you for it too. Oh, well, I thank you guys for being here. Like I said, I feel like, well, now even your story is more inspiring than I even thought. So if we can inspire people and tell them about your awesome invention, like that's a win-win. Well, something we've actually included with our program when people join is one free year of business coaching. Because uh, when I when, well, when I left music, I realized like I better start taking a weekly business course because all my peers, I'm almost 30 at the time that I, I had to restart at the age of 30. I'm almost 40 now, I'm 38. Uh, and I realized like, man, I better take a weekly business course. And within one year, I started surpassing my peers because most of them were only learning from mistake. They weren't actually learning. Uh, and I was like, man, we need to bring this in. And actually just yesterday, one of the guys that's part of our program, he was scared to leave. He had a power engineering job. He was making really good money but he really wanted to go off on his own. He's a 
a welder to an art. Like his TIG welding on his exhaust is just weld porn, right? Like it's just beautiful. It's like, wow, look at what he's doing. And yesterday he sent me a, a message that uh, it almost brings tears to my eyes and gives me some chills down my arm. He goes, you know, Brad, I was so scared to leave that company, uh, but it took him away from his wife and kids. And he's like, this month, I grossed more than I ever made in a year doing what I did. I'd like to thank you for helping me. Aww. And yeah, I hadn't told that story to her yet. I wanted to Aww. be fresh. That is and so that, awesome. Isn't it awesome? He gets to stay home with his kids, be there with his wife and do something he loves instead of a job that he hated. And that's really one of the goals that we have is helping release people from the fear of starting their own business. Uh, and then always being influence hungry. You know, I've never been money hungry, but I've always been after influence because when everybody gets broke, they look to people of influence and go, help me, give me advice. And when everybody starts making money, they look to people of influence and go, I'd like to buy that stuff because now I have the money to do it. Mm -hmm. So if we're always after influence, money will be the byproduct. And so often people are chasing money when it could be the byproduct of helping people. And how awesome is that? That is such a good keynote. That's like, that should be the title. I love that. Like that, that's a really good, you know, and just messages like that, man, that has to make it all worth it. Like not only your happy customers and your great product, but you know, that being a byproduct of all of that, like that has to be one of the most rewarding things. You know, it's, it is by far. It really makes me feel like everything that we're doing, we're on the right path. We're going the right way. And, you know, having people like you come reach out to us too, that really helps because now they're like, oh, well, look, like, Brad said he's after influence and now all of a sudden you're speaking to people with more influence and we see these things grow. Uh, and you know, next year when we hit SEMA, we're going to know a lot more people like yourself and hopefully have body liner on a lot more vehicles and be able to help a lot more people. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about is collaborating, networking, and just everybody, you know, growing their reach and their influence through that. But Lacey, I do have a question for you. Oh, how did you and Zach end up meeting each other? We met at a local truck show, actually. So we're both from Missouri uh -huh. and he's from a town. He's We're both from small towns. Mine's a lot smaller though, but it's like 45 minutes from each other. So there was a truck show, just a local one somewhere in the middle. And we met each other and uh, we had pretty much all the same mutual friends. And I had like a truckload of my girlfriends and they're like, oh, it was that. And I'm like, man, I think his name's Zach. Like, I don't know, you know, like <laughs> I was just in a, in a state of like, mm, you know, I'm just doing my thing. Just, I owned a salon at the time actually, but the truck stuff was just kind of like a hobby. And I was just not, not interested in dating anything like that. And he just wouldn't let up. So here we are. <laughs> ah, you owned a salon. That's where some of your crazy comes from. That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. You know that scale. It's like the hairstylist. They're, they're on the crazy side. Did you used to do hair, Christine? No, just myself. Yeah. Do you do yeah. your own hair? It looks awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yep, I did them, braid them, put them in. That's awesome. She's a creative She's always queen. Had, ever since we were kids, you know, I think that's a big thing too. Me and her have always been the creative type. You know, like I've always loved writing music. Uh, she's always been art artistic, you know, growing up painting lots of things, drawing lots of things. Uh, and so creation is just something that it A, comes natural. And if I'm not doing it, I get pretty bored pretty quick. Like if, if I can't constantly have some new things coming, doing something different every once in a while, like I'm, I'm going to get bored and I'm just going to be like, you know what? Like this sucks. Let's go find something else to do. That's lame. That's exactly <laughs> how I am too. I can relate. <laughs> Well, Brad and Christine, thank you guys so much for joining. My whole purpose of this was to get to know you guys better, learn a little bit more about your product. And I feel like you guys are even more genuine, amazing people than I was even expecting. So that makes me so happy. I feel like we might have a long-term friendship here. That makes me pretty happy. Mm. Well, that's very nice. We were excited to meet you as well. And it's awesome to get to know you better because mm -hmm. you meet people online and you don't, don't have a clue if they are who they are. And here we are being genuine people showing ourselves online. It's it's just very refreshing. For sure. Absolutely. I love to meet people like that. So speaking of social media, where can everybody find you guys so they can keep up with what you're doing and all the amazing things you have coming up in 2024? Check out your product and keep up with you guys. 
Yeah, well, you can find us. Teambodyliner.com is one of our websites for social media. You can look up Bodyliner, uh, Alberta Boys Custom. When you're on Instagram, there is my wife, the Bodyliner Queen. Uh, you can find me, Brad Tattered, and you can also find us under Alberta Boys Custom and Team Bodyliner. And that's most of the places that you can find us. Perfect. Well, once again, I thank you guys so much. And I hope all of you viewers enjoyed nerding out about this new product as much as I did. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in once again. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lb.motorsports. And we're streaming the podcast, of course, on YouTube for the visual version and then audio across all platforms, Spotify, Apple, everywhere that you find your podcasts. And we will see you guys next time.